Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, the other guy, Robert, here once Showing again. Showing a lot of leg here. Tiny table, big room. Big room. Good conversation. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It is good conversation, good I feel conversation. like. conversation. <sighs> Guess what, boys and girls? What up? Seven days to go. Whoa. <clears throat> Today is day 14. We're actually, we're officially two weeks in. Seven days will be three weeks in, and the fast is over. Oh, that's true. Okay, so that means that I miscounted on the calendar. I thought it was going to be a week from Monday. It's actually a week from Tuesday because uh, Math and I have never been friends, and it looks like we never will be friends after this. I was about this. to say your your math really confused me when you were telling me about it. So I was just like, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he'll just let me know when he's done. I uh, almost cried into the fetal position the other day and cried when I realized I had miscounted and I had to add a day to my <laughs> fast because I was really looking forward to eating on Monday. And then it was Are like, you sure you miscounted? Did you check with other sources? Yeah. No, I, uh, I definitely checked with other sources. I went back through my text thread with Rachel because I knew the day that I started the fast because it was the day that she cooked steak and she sent me pictures of steak on a Tuesday. Uh. I thought I started on a Monday. And that, I guess that makes sense because you said that night would be your yeah. last meal. So right. probably technically Tuesday at midnight, right? Is that uh, like 12 a.m. Tuesday? I haven't, quite, I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to finesse that yet. I don't know <laughs> if I'm actually starting on Tuesday or if I actually need to let it roll over into Wednesday. Would that went Technically, if I ate on Wednesday, it would be 22 days. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, it, your last meal was like what? Like your last bite like was Tuesday like- night, like at 5 o'clock because we went home. Yeah. Uh, we had haircuts that night, so we went home. I went home early to get a haircut, and then I ate steak when I got home. So on so. Your, your 21st day of fasting, you can eat at 7 p.m. You, you, you have like a two-hour window where your food needed to settle. <laughs> so that because you're you're probably hungry mm. again. Well, no, you're probably hungry again like thirty minutes later. Which but I've, like a normal person's hungry again two <laughs> hours later. <laughs> Which I mean, everyone probably has learned this through school and science, but apparently. Science. I found out we, we, which I guess is just normal for all of us because it takes like eight to eleven hours for your body to digest and process food, and we eat. Like, you know, some people have, some people eat three meals a day. I do not. But some people have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So you're not even in like the full digestive mode or process of the first meal you ate when you're eating a second meal. So now you have two meals that you've eaten, but by the time you've eaten your third meal, so your body's just like continually processing stuff, man. That sucker's going, it's going hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So one thing that Rachel read is that it's actually kind of healthy to take a break every once in a while, so you're just not overworking your digestive system. I guess I don't know. Science. Yeah, I mean, we could get into it, but that that was like part of like the the appeal of like intermittent fasting and keto- ketosis and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Is there's kind of like a a reset that your body give does. your body a break? Yeah, that's actually good for it to have it feed ah. off your your body fats versus your food fats and ah yeah we I'm can learning so much i feel like i don't know that people would really want to talk about this on the podcast <laughs> how are you guys doing <laughs> how is your fast going <laughs> i gotta say though i will say this uh <laughs> just because it's been a pet peeve of mine over the yeah, last yeah. 21 days mm-hmm, is that a lot of people on social media are like look at me fast and they're not fasting here here's the thing i, I will say i mean uh, it's made me angry and, and maybe you'll be angry about mine i don't probably know. I, I, I will say this i is more of just something that i'm going to discipline myself there you go let's use proper terminology things. Because I, and in some ways, like I feel like I, I've heard your argument or your reasoning behind there it. There is no reasoning; it is biblical. <laughs> but like, uh, like for me, like mine and Kylie and I, we both kind of did this to ourselves. Is 
we're trying to make a better habit anyway, but especially during this 21-day, quote-unquote, fasting period. <laughs> uh, He's trying not to trigger his yeah, co-host yeah, 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 over yeah, here. Yeah. So one of the things that we've given up is like while we are home and our kids are awake, we are off of our phones. Love it. No I'm phones. Here for that. The only beautiful. Like, now, granted, that does not include like if someone like texts us and like have to reach out to us. Right. Clearly, we're pastoral gonna, stuff. Right. You know, but like not just texting for no reason. Right. Being on social, social media, media. For, you know, just yeah, yeah, scrolling yeah. like all that stuff. Like so, like if our kids are awake and we are at home, phones yeah. are just yeah. wherever. Yeah. And then also just a personal one is at night. I've told myself you are not allowed to get on TikTok. Nice. I love it. And the reason why is because I have found myself like I'll just I think it's called like doom scrolling. I think that's what it's called. I'll just scroll. I will scroll for like hours. Like, yeah. And, and it's not even realize and it. not even realize mm. it. So like, you know, kids will go to bed. Kylie will go to bed. And so I'll just let them, I'll just sit on my couch for like an hour and a half. And sometimes <laughs> like, you know, it'll trigger something and it'll lead into like, oh, that's, that's really thought provoking. That made me like really get closer to God. You yeah. Know? You know, right. Whatever. And that sounds so bad. But I mean, it, it, but most of the time, it's just I'm distracting myself. Right. I'm I'm, I'm numbing, you know, whatever it is that doom went on that scrolling. doom scrolling. You're doom in your life. But what's crazy is like I even had like a check of myself because I was sitting there. This is slightly off topic, I guess, but or maybe not. But I was sitting there on my phone and like I was on Facebook and I like went to a video and I was like, you're kind of basically watching TikTok just on a different <laughs> social media platform. It's the, got the TikTok thing in the right. corner. Like it's ba- like I'm watching reels and it's like you all might from as well, TikTok but then onto I, Facebook. Like, I don't, That's I, amazing. But I caught myself and I was like, Life all hack. Right. yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> okay, just all right. You're gonna get off of this at this time because like at that point it's just like, okay, well if I can't do this, I'm just gonna do another thing. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Well, I a discipline, a not a discipline. Fast. I I think that's a better way of saying it. I think that's a more biblically accurate way of saying it because I even used to say like I'm gonna fast TV or I'm gonna fast social media. Yeah. I'm gonna fast this out of my life. But the actual definition of the word fast means to abstain from food. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so like anything else? Fast. Yeah. So anything else? And then a lot of churches you see them doing this. Well, you can do Daniel's fast. Mm-hmm. Daniel was not on a fast. <laughs> Daniel was on a kosher Jewish diet. It's a lifestyle. It was a lifestyle. Yeah. And so it wasn't, it was a diet, you know, and he was eating healthy because they wanted all the king's, you know, food, which that's a whole nother thing, which is actually really cool if you think about it. He didn't want to be corrupted by the worldly food that they were eating. So he wanted to stay kosher. So I, I've seen a lot of people like fast day 15 going great. And they got a picture of like all the healthy this food giant they're eating. Spread. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, because to me, there's, you have never had your flesh recoil against you because like the whole point of like fasting is when you get hungry, you don't eat. Yeah. You're disciplined in the flesh. Mm. When you're on a diet or like what they call Daniel's fast, when you get hungry, you just eat better food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's actually better for you. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? You're almost rewarding yourself. But you're at still that point. <laughs> not fasting. You're still giving into that, mm-hmm. that, that, what, what's the word? Indulgency, yeah, you're still giving into that. that. So you're not really disciplined in the flesh. You're disciplined in the flesh, but you're not really putting it under. Mm. You know what I mean? You're not really, I I think a better way of saying it is you're disciplined in the flesh to eat healthy, but you're not crucifying the flesh. Yeah. I mean, but what about? uh, There's a difference, I think. For the sake of argument. And this is not our discussion today. I am just Maybe it is our discussion. We'll see where it goes. But what if there is someone out there that like for whatever reason, like they're just like stupid picky. You know what I mean? And like they've only been able to eat like, you know fast food or whatever and then they're like hey i'm gonna do fast, this fast thing. food yeah i don't know like hey i'm gonna stop eating junk food i'm gonna eat healthy food would you consider that a fast no it's a discipline or a diet 
choose your words, but it's not a fast. <laughs> you can pick any other word on the whole planet. <laughs> and normally, like 14 days ago, this wouldn't have triggered me. But right, being in yeah, the middle yeah. of a fast, I see people taking shortcuts, and I'm like, that's not a fast. <laughs> it means to abstain from food. Jesus fasted. Yeah. Jesus fasted for 40 days. Dude was clutch. Moses fasted. I, don't, I forget how long. His might have been 40 days, too, but he only had water. But uh, Daniel did not fast. He kept a kosher diet. <laughs> what if, like, people were like, hey, I can't convince me. Like, I will only. No words you can say. Because I feel like this would be really hard. Like, what if, like, I only ate, like, rice? When you get hungry, you're still eating. Yeah, but you still. You're still giving into the impulse of the body. Yeah, you're still you're giving not, into the impulse you're not of the eating flesh. What you're you still, want to it doesn't eat. matter. What's your body, what you desire. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the whole point of this is to allow the spirit man to be completely in control. And the only way the spirit man's completely in control is when your body has an indulgency, when your body has a, a craving, when your body has a desire, you completely say no. You don't find a loophole and say no, but let's go this way. You don't find a, a, a life hack and say, okay, I'm going to let the spirit discipline the body by cutting out a cheeseburger, but I'm going to fill that with rice. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're I mean, still, you're still keeping, you're still satisfying the flesh by eating. I know, but what if there's you, no, but, but I mean, well, get but. that butt and get off the podcast. <laughs> it's just me and the camera now. Cody's not here. Shun. <laughs> I don't I mean, Cause I, I, I'm only saying for the sake of argument, because what if there are people that genuinely Ouch. feel like, Hey, the Lord told me I can't eat anything but rice and tea for the for the well that's wonderful just don't call it a fast that's all i'm saying i'm saying to be completely dogmatic about it and completely biblical about it so a where fast do you is a where, fast. i wonder where that came in like why do you think as a society unless we just, i know where it came in it came in the loophole yes it came in society wanted the loophole the same way that other bad doctrines come through the church it came from people <laughs> wanting to serve god but not wanting to do it completely that's where it came from it Whoa. came from let's do a partial because i don't want to give every Everything. Yeah. And we could stop and talk about that real quick. You know what I mean? But that's really what it is. God's telling me to fast, which is abstain from food. I don't want to completely abstain from food. So look, Daniel was on a diet. What if I just call that a fast, you mm. know? And then we find these loopholes as Christian to where we feel like we're fulfilling what God's asked us to do, but we're actually fulfilling what we want to do. And we're slapping, I'm doing God's work. <laughs> You know, like that that man's doing God's work. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think, honestly, this is not what I plan on discussing today, but we need to get away from that. It's either God or it's you. Mm. And I don't know that often the two of those really line up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know that I've, I mean, I, I guess before, I don't want a blanket statement. We're just going off the cuff here by the leader of the talking. Holy We're Spirit. Just We're just chatting. We're just chatting. But, it's fine. But I think lots of times, a good bit of time, Christians say, this is what God told me to do, but it's really what they wanted to do, but they slap the label of it as God gave me permission or this is God's idea so that they feel like they're fulfilling God's plan when really it was just their plan. Mm. And I think we need to move, and I've seen that, and I'm not throwing anyone under the bus, I've seen that exposed in my own life through this fast because I see churches, mega churches doing it, and, mm -hmm. and people will be like, well, that's just a small thing. There's still discipline in the flesh. But there is something to be said about how when we move forward, we need to move forward biblically accurate mm. because we're not going to see what the Bible tells us we can have unless we're biblically accurate. We're, and I think this is why some Christians are frustrated because we've talked about this before. We read the word of God and you go to a good church like ours, you're going to hear about the promises of God. Yeah. 
I mean, that is the great exchange. That's why this is called beauty for ashes. We exchange our ashes, our crummy life for his beauty. And when we do that, he blesses it in every single way, starting with changing our eternal destination, which is the best thing that could possibly happen. But then there's other promises that are attached with it. So we hear about that. We read it in the word of God. And uh, But what happens is, is maybe we get frustrated because we don't see all those promises that are yes and amen on a steady, ready basis. And part of me is now starting to wonder, is it because we've been living on this slippery slope of one foot in, one foot out? God's asked me to do something, but let me find a way to put a loophole on it where I'm partial obedience, but not. Does that make sense? No, it actually makes a lot of sense. It kind of like really just rattled my brain here for a second because I started thinking like, my my brain hole. Right. (laughs) Welcome to my journey for the last 14 days. Okay. Well, so here's the thing. For one, and I'm not trying to glorify the Robert here, but you're you're inspiring me a little bit. Dude, praise God. But here's the thing uh, that's making me think about it. And, And it's because... Not the problem. There's lots of problems. <laughs> it's kind of like Jonah. Go to Nineveh and preach. Mm. And he's like, well, they're killing people there. How about I go over here and preach? It's a little bit more convenient. I'm still obeying mm. God. I'm still going to preach. And then God swallowed him up, you know, and yeah. he lived in the belly of fish, which even that is just like, <laughs> how big is that? Fi- how does this stuff work? I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I heard somebody the other day be, trying to discredit the Bible because science doesn't make sense. And Jonah in the well was one thing. And in my mind, I was thinking, if you need science to validate God, is he really God? Mm. The whole That's point true. of God is he lives outside of science, That's right? And true. if he lives inside of science, he's not much of a God. Mm. So anyways, that's different topic for a different day. I forgot. Oh, so so partial obedience. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that phrase has gotten me in trouble before. Well, I was even thinking, like, I wonder if, like, you know, one of the issues that you see with people not wanting to be in the church, especially right now, is because the the ones that are being pulled and talked about is that, like, Christians aren't who they say they are. Mm. Christians aren't living the way that they say they live. And so I almost wonder, like, is that because Christians aren't, being challenged to live in an appropriate way. Yeah. And overall, and in the most part, I do feel like we do. And I think as a capital C, a lot of Christians, a lot of people are living the way and following after the teachings of sure, Jesus. I sure. believe Let's that. I, tru- I, I truly believe I that. I do too. But I think that, that there has been something lost in the sense, because like you said, people are calling this a fast, but most of the time it's more of a discipline. Right. But for or so, a diet. But for so many years, at least as far as I know, I, mean, I don't really know how far back this has gone, how long this trend of fasting in January has been a thing. I don't know. Yeah. But people label it a fast. Right. But it's not actually a fast. Right. Allegedly, to some people. I don't know. I don't not to some people. <laughs> it's either God's word or it's not. It's either Bible or it's not. But it's like, I, I wonder, you know, the the people that are, taking on this fast they're not really challenging themselves to the fullest to the fullest they're not really going through something having to really rely on god rather mm. than themselves and so they're not really gaining the uh, the lesson it's not a real transfiguration right there's no transformation that could potentially be happening because they're not really giving themselves fully over to the transformation. Right. And that's, that's, listen, and we're not taking, I, I personally am not taking, if you've been fast in social media through all this, then kudos. I think anything we can do to get us closer to God is going to be good. Right. So if you're, if you're doing Daniel's fast, which I like to call Daniel's diet, if you're doing Daniel's diet and you've cut out, 
you know, bad foods for you and you stop fast food and it's drawing you closer to God, then praise the Lord. Let's go for it. Yeah. Ultimately, what's the point? What's the goal? What's the purpose? Is it leading you closer to God or is it not leading you anything to do with God? <laughs> right. But the, the but the, the main thing about a true fast is complete submission of the flesh to the spirit. And if you have an indulgency or uh, a... Okay, let me let me say this. For me... It's been about trusting God. Mm -hmm. If you're in a fast and you get hungry, then and then you go eat, you're still relying on yourself to meet that need. But in a 21-day fast, when you're completely abstaining from food, when you get hungry and instead you go to read your Bible, you're relying on God. Mm -hmm. to, you're getting manna from heaven. You're getting bread from heaven, and you're feasting on that, and that is satisfying you, and that is gratifying you, and you're trusting in him instead of trusting your own strength. I can run to the fridge and get a string cheese, get cheddar cheese, get uh, you know, cheese blocks. I mean, all the cheese. Only cheese. Only <laughs> cheese. All, Give all me cheese, needs. right? And I could eat that, and, and I could, and I could satisfy that hunger on the inside of me through natural means and through trusting in Robert. Yeah. At the beginning of this, God said, Robert, you've learned how to rely on your own strength too much, and so that's what it's about. So Daniel. Now, his, his was a little different because he was facing death. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, I'm going to keep this diet. And they're like, well, the king really doesn't want you to keep this diet. So he was possibly really making some very powerful people angry. But what I'm saying is like, I feel like if you're in a Daniel's fast and then you just eat when you get hungry, you're not really trusting God. And so what is the point of that? The point is to learn how to trust him fully. Mm. And the point is, is partial obedience really obedience? Or can we just make it purely black and white and cut out the gray area where it's either disobedience or obedience? And let's pretend for a minute that the, that's our only two options. Mm. So to me, it's like, well, which one am I going to choose? Yeah. Because I think, and I am guilty of this, I think I've lived in partial obedience in certain things God's asked me to do for a long time. Sure. And I think that that's why there hasn't been the elevation that I've desired. Mm. Um, for like, he'll tell me, I want you to fast. And so I'll go find the easiest things for me to fast. <laughs> and I'll be like, mm. well, I don't watch a lot of TV anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and fast TV. Uh, I can fast social media. And, and I'll find out what's convenient for Robert so I can obey God. Mm. When God's not looking for my convenience, yeah. he's looking for my commitment. Mm. And he's not looking for me to find the easy way out. He's looking for me to follow him because God is always wanting us. He's wanting to elevate our lives. Yeah. He's wanting us to do what the Bible says, from glory to glory. And we don't go from glory to glory by relying on oneself and yeah. trusting in self. We go from glory to glory by relying on and trusting in God. And that's what he's teaching me through this fast. That's really good. Your turn. That's really good. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's really so. Good. So through this, God's teaching me how to cut out the middle, mm. and 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 he's he's saying, Robert, you're either, and it sounds really harsh. You're either in or you're out. Yeah, but I mean, what I'd like to say, and I feel like maybe the Lord is trying to help somebody. He's helping all of us. <laughs> helping he's helping somebody. me as I talk about it. But this isn't... but Robert was clearly led to do this, and and I think that everyone should be able to fast to some level to some degree and you know if 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 the lord leads us to do it that's 
what we need to be doing, yeah, obviously. Sure. But, you know, I think that there might be some people and they're like, I- I'm not in my relationship with God yet to actually <laughs> trust him for 21 days. Well, maybe you're not. Yeah. Maybe you're not quite ready for that. Do three. Do three. Do one. I don't know. <laughs> Do seven. I will say this, though. Biblical. It is a biblical principle. It is, yeah. It is a biblical principle. And I believe throughout the course of a year, every Christian should take a moment and go on a fast. Mm. I think what they should seek the Lord is not should I fast because biblical instructions are not should we do it. Yeah, yeah. The the instructions we should be seeking is how long do you want me to do this for? Mm. Is three days satisfactory? How long do you want me to dis? How do how long do you want me to? It's like the Apostle Paul said, I put my flesh under. Mm-hmm. I, I get I get control over my members. So I would pray, how long do you want me to do this? That would be the prayer I would pray. Yeah. Because we clearly see where it's benefit. Remember Jesus when he fasted in the in the wilderness. And, and the Bible says that he came out of that in spirit and in power. Mm. And really, that's when his ministry started. Yeah. Was after the fast. Mm. And so there's just an interesting correlation there. That's all I'm that saying. That is interesting. That's all I'm saying. No, I mean, I've always really liked that because to me, that was one of the things, at least in that regard, is in those 40 days, <laughs> all Jesus did was spend time with God. Right. And, you know, when he came out of that time, that's when the devil was immediately there, ready to try to confront him. And Jesus knew, like, hey, God just already got me through these 40 days. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he didn't say that specifically, but it's just like, who's this little guy right here? Right. This is just another obstacle in my way. And like you said, from that place, immediately, that's when he started his ministry. And, And like you said, maybe there was something that happened uh, you know, I don't, I still don't, the whole concept at times still just blows my mind. Like Jesus is God, but yet he still needs God. So something mm. I feel like happened in that, that like you said, it elevated mm. Jesus. It got Jesus fully ready, fully crucified his flesh. And maybe that's yeah. what it was, is he was living in this earthly suit flesh body and it needed to be crucified in order for him to actually walk and do this ministry and maybe it took 45 40 days of no food or water to do that i don't know but like you said he had to basically be at a place where he trusted more in his heavenly father than himself or his own fleshly desires in that moment and surely something out of that happened that made him uh, beneficial and profitable in his ministry because the Bible talked about it. Right. The Bible mentioned it. So there's something that happened in that fast that was necessary for Jesus. Yeah. So if it was necessary for Jesus, like we talked about other things, then it must be necessary for yeah. us. I would dare to say lots of times when it comes to things, you know, I know I, I don't want to make myself look awful, but, you know, facts are facts. There's <laughs> many times where, you know, I, I'll just choose what's more convenient for Robert. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's just easy. Yeah. And I'm not talking about sin. You, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm talking about like disciplines. I just ate dinner and like 30 minutes ago and I'm walking by the pantry and I'm like, yeah, I could stop by here and see what's going on in there a little bit. You know, pop a couple a crackers. snacky <laughs> snack. <laughs> pop a snacky snack. And it was like just getting out of control to where God was like, let's bring this back in control. You need to rein in the flesh because if you don't, it will get you in trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? It may be getting out of whack in this one particular area. Let's rein it in so you can have control over it in every area. And mm-hmm. that's ultimately what he wants us to do. And and this is kind of goes to the point of what you were talking about, people leaving the church. When, when more Christians allow their flesh to have control instead of the spirit of God have control, we run into problems. Yeah. And it drives people away from the church. Yeah, because I, I think there's been... Gosh, I don't know who it was saying, but it's like, 
if you have a bunch of fleshly people living and right. leading in the church, how are they any different That's right. than the fleshly That's people exactly outside of right. the church? And right. so when people say, hey, I'm going to do this fast, but yet you still look like and live like me outside of this building every day, well, what good is that fast going to do for you? Why would it be beneficial for me? Like, you know, we've got to understand and realize that like the way we live our lives is ultimately a reflection of how seriously we take God. That's true. And people recognize that. People see they that. Do. They say, hey— that guy recognizes the importance of his relationship with God so much that he is putting down his own desires mm. to just basically rely on God for a little yeah. while. Like, how That's... weird and radical and crazy does that seem? Mm. But on the other side of it, because you put your stuff down and because you put those desires down, there is fruit of that sacrifice in so your life. So much fruit. And I think that when we actually are able <laughs> to truly sacrifice, there'll be true fruit that is yes. shown. And yes, so yes. that way, the people outside of the church will say, hey, there's something different about mm. that person. There's something different about that church. They actually take it seriously. Maybe there is something real about this God that I've been hearing about. Amen. I've been thinking about what we talked about in the last podcast, kingdom over everything. And then I by the Holy Spirit, just kind of felt this come up in my heart over the last week, week and a half, kingdom over everything. Okay, Robert, well, how are you making my kingdom look? Mm. You keep saying kingdom over everything, but if somebody sees my kingdom through you, what does it look like? And to me, kingdom over everything is purely about sacrifice. You know, whatever it takes for his kingdom, whatever it takes for the growth of his kingdom, the sustaining of his kingdom, the maintenance of his kingdom, you know, whatever it means. And so, and I think once we get to that place of discipleship, the gospel becomes much more appealing mm. because it gets rid of the hypocrisy. Yeah. And when you get rid of the hypocrisy, you've now tapped into the power hmm. because hypocrisy, what it does is it removes the power. I mean, you see Jesus all the time. He was furious with people when you read the Gospels because of their hypocrisy, because yeah. it was making their religion a farce. Right. You know what I mean? And making the law of Moses a farce. Yeah. And so that's what he was upset about. And so he, he, I would imagine that he kind of upset with some of us, too, because we're making that look like a farce because we speak one thing, but we live another thing. Mm. And it's time to just stop doing that. Yeah. It's time to... You know, and we can do this one foot in, one foot out and be like, you know, a Christian and, 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 and stuff like that. But it's about full commitment mm -hmm. and full dedication and allowing God to just be in control. Mm. And I think that that has a very strong appeal to people who don't have him. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that that's a very strong appeal that when he's so real and he tells you to do something, you do it without hesitation. Right. And then, like you said, then people are like, ooh, who, who's this God you're serving? When they see, because I feel like when, okay, this is kind of weird, but I feel like when we tell people who maybe don't know him what God's told us to do, and then they look at our life and they see that that commandment was optional, mm. wouldn't it make you really question the authenticity of that God? Yeah. Because if he's really God, the creator of the universe, the yeah. most powerful being in the universe, and he spoke something to you, but yet you don't do it? Mm. Well, I don't know that that's even a real God. Wow. Because if there's a, 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 a being in the universe that is supreme to the level you guys say that he is, yeah. and then he asks you to do something very small and you don't do it, well, if that God was real, I would absolutely do it. Because yeah. that's the most supreme being in the universe, and you're telling me that it's optional? Nah, then that God's fake. Wow. And I think that's maybe kind of the 
<laughs> outside looking in what people kind of think. Because when we say he has all authority hmm. and we look at Jesus, he has all authority in heaven, earth, and below the earth. He's being given all authority in all three realms, but yet his followers won't even listen to him to do the simplest of things like a three, seven, 21 day fast. Well, then it just makes him look like a farce. Dang. It doesn't make him look real because we won't even take the words he's saying to <clears> us <throat> real and make them real in our life by following them. Yeah. And so I just think this is part of the course correction for the church. So we can get to, cause that's the other thing. The church needs the glory. We need the manifested presence of God because no one can argue with that. Yeah. But we don't get the glory by being one foot in, one foot out. We get the glory by being committed. Hmm. You know, we get the glory by getting getting in there and getting all in. And this is something that God is just, we're, we're really going to have to work hard at it. I'm praying that I don't let go of this as the months of this year wane on. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm hoping I hold <clears throat> on to this. You know what I mean? Because that's what we want. And so it's just about maybe taking a step back and saying, where have been, where have I been a little loophole in my faith? <laughs> Where's the loophole? <laughs> That's where this, this podcast can be The loophole. <laughs> Where's the loophole? <laughs> where have I been a little loophole in my faith? And let me just go ahead and close that so that I can have unfeigned faith. So I can be a real disciple and follower of Jesus Christ, the reflection in the image of him. And I believe that will make him appealing to people who do not know him. Man... You suck. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's it's just even in myself and probably even those that are, I'm sure those that are listening because I feel it too. But it's just like, it's just, no, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's more of like even God, like challenging me, like, look, you, even you, it, it, don't ever let it be an option. Don't ever think yeah. of it like an option. And don't I've got to fix that too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying like you suck or whatever, but it's just a joke because I know like, <laughs> like funny. Robert is talking to himself just as much as it's talking I'm to me. I'm trying to yeah. encourage myself to get through the next seven days that's what this <laughs> podcast is it really has nothing to do with you it's like robert in order to make the finish line i'm continually this is not an option. <laughs> daniel's fast is for losers the ultimate being in the universe spoke it it must be so no I'm, I'm, encouraging, for you. I'm encouraging myself here in the lord and like cody uh, did say though you can't do that we can't do things just because someone else has yes, done them yeah, because yeah, then yeah. there's no grace to do it yeah and you can't trust god wearing someone else's armor. We've mm -hmm. talked about that before. Mm -hmm. So you've got to, and this is where we fall short, maybe even now that we've talked about that and it's gotten brought up. We try to do things that we've seen other people do it and there's no grace for it. So yeah. here's where we miss it. Instead of being like, ooh, that worked for them, let me try it. No, get in the face of God and find out what he wants you to do. Mm -hmm. And then that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. So get the word from him. Like to even tell myself and do that word. own loophole here. <laughs> <laughs> loophole city my own loophole. so last year for the 21 days of fast i gave up coffee that's a good one but i drank tea <laughs> this might be a loophole <laughs> that's a bit of a loophole but so then but i was just replacing one I with the other i understand now now here here's where i'm also going to tell myself <laughs> so good i i never felt like convicted for drinking tea you know, wild mm. my fast. But I will say this. I kind of feel like if I gave it up again, God wouldn't let that slide this mm. time. I feel like God was willing to meet me, you know, where I was at and was like, that's fine. Just because I think in the sense for when I gave it up, I don't drink coffee as much as I used to anymore. I still drink mm. coffee at least for sure once a day, sometimes twice a day. But during that time, I was drinking like three to four cups, Ooh, you know, a day. My man was and going so, in. And then the tea, like while, you know, it, I don't know if it actually helped with caffeine. I'm not sure, but at least it was something hot to drink in the morning. So I don't know. But 
what I'm saying is, it's clearly like Robert said, is I just replaced one caffeine source for another. Mm. And so I don't think that that would fly now. But, mm. you know, in that time, for whatever reason, I feel like the Lord allowed it. And it's just graceful. And I also probably didn't. He is merciful. I probably didn't graceful. also go to God and be like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Can I do this? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. kind of did it. So I, even for, you know, moving forward and when it comes to future fast, like this one, while it's not easy and my discipline, not my fast, I, I don't want to thank you challenge and trigger Robert here. You know, I will it, cry. It is difficult, but at the same time, <laughs> like it's not challenging probably in the same way that Robert has it because like in my mind, I'm, I'm seeing immediate results mm. in the sense of like, mm. I'm seeing like, okay, amen. my phone's not with me. I have so much more focus on my children. I have so much more focus on my wife, which is a, a ministry that I'm called to. Sure. You know, that that's part of my calling is to yeah. be a father and be a husband. So like, in some ways, like I'm seeing like immediate results and I'm sure Robert Praise is God. too, just because of like, you know, like he said, when he's getting hungry, he's like, I'm going to go read the Bible. Yeah. And so that, that, that is, I think part of what happens when you give up things in a fast or in a discipline, <laughs> because it, God is, is strengthening yep. areas of your life for you to be used better for his kingdom. And so what I hope and pray is that after this time of discipline <laughs> for me is that I will find myself when I want to go look at my phone with my children is like, hey, you don't need to do that. But what's cool about what you just said is it's the God things in your life that are getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Family's from God. That's good. Yeah. Marriage is from God. Yeah. It, it, social media and all that stuff is for us. Mm. Yeah. So through your discipline, <laughs> not a fast <laughs> <laughs> through through the the God and that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Let me strengthen the God things in your life. Mm. Let me weaken the worldly things in your life. Yeah. Let me separate you from worldly things and strengthen the God things. Mm. And so it's really cool because as you're saying that I see the God things in your life and you've inspired me. I'm going to I'm going to take I don't know, not even a 21-day fast. I'm just going to do it forever. Just put my phone on the counter and leave it there. If I, mean, I get a phone call or text message, I'll look at it because those are important because of pastoral stuff. But, it's just but I'm not getting on like, social media. The other day, like my wife just left her phone in her bed, and I walked by like three times. Like, did she realize her? She left her phone there. She left, mm. like that's weird. But like in my mind, it's like, well, it's because she doesn't need it. Like, yeah, she just left it in bed. Like we don't need it because we're at home together. There's no reason to be on our phones. Like that's just so odd to me that like my my soul wanted to be like put that in her pocket. But yeah, then her purse right. So that way it's close by her, but it's like she doesn't need it. Right. She doesn't need it. She's she doesn't need it. She has what she needs right here in this house. Yeah. So what sacrifices can we make to yeah. make the God things in our life stronger? I like that. What sacrifices can we make to make our first of all, the best God thing you have is your relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, you know, I don't know why we always say that. It's not like we lie to you guys. We're always honest. I'm going to lie to you real quick. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you a lie. <laughs> but this one kind of hurts because I've kind of, I have failed God in this sense. Mm-hmm. In in the last 14 days, I have read my Bible more than I don't know. Like, because I'm just constantly in it. Mm. And it's been really fun. It's been really exciting. Um, but it's just because I've cut other things out. And it's like when the whole family's eating and everything looks delicious and I feel compromise coming on, mm-hmm. I got to run to the word. So they're eating dinner, but I'm at the dinner table with the Bible. You know what I mean? And it, and it sustained me. Yeah. And so it's interesting. So what sacrifices can we make to make the God thing stronger? Number one, our relationship with him. That's the most God thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number two, our family. That's that's a very high God thing. Number three, our children. That's a God thing. For us, our ministries, that's a God thing. Uh, our relationships with people, being a witness, going to the lost, preaching the gospel. These are all God things. Yeah. What sacrifices can we make to make those God things stronger 
and healthier in our own personal lives. And ultimately, when we boil it down after this long conversation that we've had of mammoth thoughts, (laughs) is that's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what a fast is about. It's about strengthening the God things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about weakening the flesh. Mm-hmm. Weaken in the human desire, weaken in, weaken in the soul, weaken the worldly's connection yeah. to me and strengthen in the God things. Yeah. And that's what it's about. So with that being said, it could be a fast, which is abstaining from food, or it could be a discipline, getting rid of social media, going on a healthier diet, exercising, whatever it is that makes the God thing stronger in your life. Pursue those things mm. in 2023. Love it. Yeah. No more loopholes for 2023 and beyond. Let's let's just stick with what God said. No options. They, I, I really like that, and I think that that may scare some believers, but that's where we need to get to. I mean, I, that's 100 like percent where we need to get to. What you said, like, I feel like resonates so much because we want people to look at us and know that we're true, know that we're genuine, know that we're authentic, but that can only, yep. I think, actually take place if we believe that our God is true. Amen. And that our God is genuine. And 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 like you said, if we actually believe that, there are no options on there the table. There are no options on the table. Now, I believe that God can give you options at times, but they're both options from God. Mm. You know what I mean? I think God can give you options for certain areas and certain things, but ultimately, what has God told you to do? That's that is the op- that's the only. That's option. it. That's right. Let that you hit be the, nail the, the head only with that option. Code. Yes, that's right. Now, go and do that option. <laughs> yeah, and don't get don't yeah exactly <laughs> just end. go and do the just go podcast do over. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that's can, that's where we just need to get to. Yeah, that's where we need to get to. Honestly, in my life, in Cody's life, in everybody's life, watching, in every believer around the world, we just need to get to that point that when God said it, that's it. That's it. I have. Zero options. If he said it, then I have no options. Mm. Now, I will say real quick because I don't want someone to get freaked out. I do think he does give us some decision making in the process. For example, if he tells you to go on a missions trip but doesn't specifically tell you where to go and your church has three coming up, then maybe he's left the choice up to you. You just need to go on a missions trip. Yeah. You know, maybe you're about to graduate high school and God's told you to go to college, but he hasn't shown you which college. Maybe he's allowing you to choose the college. He just told you to go to college. Mm. So he does give us decision-making ability in some things. What Cody is saying and what I'm reinforcing is when he doesn't leave the decision-making ability, then don't make, (laughs) then don't take it upon yourself to make the decision. You know what I mean? If he says, go on a missions trip to Ecuador, that's pretty specific. And you need to do what God said. If he tells you to read a chapter out of your Bible every single day, then you need to do what God said. And none of this in my mind anymore. Well, I read three verses. That's good enough. I still read the word. (laughs) Well, what did God say? Did God say? Yeah. What did God say? And let's get our word from God and then do the word. Love it. Again, no more loopholes. Get them out of here. That's it. Close them. Love it. Mm. Let's do it. Love you guys so much. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.